Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. Glad to have you here with us, joining us for episode 61, where Joey and I are very excited to talk about the Star Wars uh, Holiday Lego Special. I may have mixed some of those words around there, but uh, <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday Lego Special, the Star Wars Lego Holiday Special, uh, however you swing it, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I also got a couple of uh, big pieces of breaking news that we're going to be talking about as well. Uh, but before we get into that, do want to remind you that if you are not yet subscribed to the Hoth Hangout podcast over on YouTube, definitely check us out there for the video version of every single podcast, as well as our reactions to the latest Star Wars episodes and shows. Additionally, you can always contact us at hothhangout at gmail.com. Shoot us your questions or thoughts, whether they are Star Wars related or otherwise, and we would love to showcase them here on the podcast. Additionally, you can check out the Hot Hangout podcast anywhere you get your pods, whether it be Apple Pods or Spotify. Definitely leave us a five-star review if you are listening to us currently on either one of those platforms. Uh, we would very much appreciate that so much. Additionally, we are reachable on all the socials, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, or X, at Hot Hangout on each of those. And uh, again, we've got a fun episode today. Last week also had a really fun episode. Our first time uh, we welcomed in some guests to the Hoth Hangout podcast. Uh, Joey Gibbo and I had, had a blast having uh, our wonderful guests on last week. And if you haven't managed to catch episode 60 of the Hoth Hangout podcast, uh, we'll, we'll pin that one down in the show notes below. Joey, what's going on, man? How are you doing? We, we are talking about two things that I love, Star Wars and Lego. <laughs> oh my god are you kidding me this is a this is a dream come true and it's for and it's the holiday season i can't believe mm -hmm. this this is this is uh it's christmas for me for sure but yeah it, no doing pretty good we uh like you said i i had a ton of fun last week with with laney keith and kerwin and ezra uh, and of course the three of us something that we've been waiting to do for months now and finally had an opportunity to do it so uh, i loved having them on you know i hope they have a wonderful uh holiday season and of course, uh, Lainey is married now, you know, <laughs> oh, that's um, right. so congr yeah. yeah, congratulations to her if you're out there. But yeah, I can't wait to either have them on or do that again. That was a, that was a ton of fun. But today, yeah, we're going to do a little little Star Wars Lego holiday, holiday Lego, Star Wars, whatever it is. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun today. Yeah, I mean, this is this is your episode. If we've ever had one that is like <laughs> specifically Joey's episode. Uh, Joey, not only a big fan of Star Wars, but also a big fan of Legos. We've also showcased a couple of your Lego things over Here's the course of time. One. Oh, let's little, see it. Those little, of you watching the Yoda video Starfighter. Nice. Little Yoda Starfighter, yep, yep, yep. A little uh, R2 on top there. Yeah. You, can, you can open that up right here, and you can see hey. the, uh, our friend Yoda in there. Look at that. He, just, How he stands up in his Starfighter, apparently. I did not realize. He doesn't <laughs> I mean, sit. He, he, he actually he's like three feet there. tall, so he, you know. Yeah. Probably, yeah, probably, probably can stand up. Yeah, that's pretty neat. But yeah, I do like the star. I like to, I do like the Star Wars Lego. By the <laughs> way, complete side note for those of you who are also basketball fans and Star Wars fans, which is probably few of you, but that that qualifies both both of us. And so, um, Miles Turner, a uh, player on the Indiana Pacers, which for those of you who don't know, that's a professional basketball team. Um, he has one of the world's largest Lego collections. Is that he, really? Yes. You should look it up. He was showcasing some of his stuff, and he's got like this massive Millennium Falcon and, and you oh, know, uh, massive I know Star Destroyer. Is, I think. Yeah. That's so, incredible. All right. Well, cool. I just found my 
new favorite NBA player? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not on the Bulls, oh. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Hey, he could get traded there someday. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah, I missed out on the festive uh, festive wear as well, by the way. I, I didn't go with no. that. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear festive for, for next, uh, next podcast, okay, yeah. episode 62. Um, we do have a couple pieces of juicy news for today's podcast. Um, I think the first one came out, gosh, it probably wasn't long after last week's episode released. Um, and it's in relation to Adam Driver. Uh, for those of, uh, of course who don't know, that's the actor who played Kylo Ren in the sequel trilogy. And basically, Adam Driver went on this show, I believe it was the Rich Eisen show, uh, and was talking a lot about, I think, not just Star Wars, but, you know, just kind of his, uh, you know, role and act, his role in his time as an actor. And so, of course, one of the major things that a lot of people know Adam Driver for is playing this character of Kylo Ren. Uh, and so, basically, the big piece of news that came out from this was that his arc as Kylo, which we probably could have guessed, but this was you know a whole other thing hearing it from the horse's mouth, so to speak, um, that, that it completely changed over the course of Force Awakens and then with Last Jedi and then Rise of Skywalker. Um, did you get a chance, by the way, Joey, to watch the video of this interview at all? I watched clips of it, but not the not not in its entirety. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I I only watch clips as well. And and one of the clips that I watched, um, I think he was talking about how the directors handled it from film to film, and how you know when he began in Episode Seven, his character was almost the anti Vader, in the sense that Vader, for you know, uh, the original trilogy. Kind of, and even if you know, if you want to include the prequels in this too, kind of transforms from this young boy into this like menacing threat of the galaxy. But in mm-hmm. the end, Vader's arc is a redemptive one. Um, and it's my understanding, at least from this interview with Adam Driver, that Kylo Ren's original arc was kind of meant to be the opposite of that. That he's kind of like uh, just ends up being this big bad menace. Which you know, if you look at Episode Seven, kind of a big indication of that is is the Killing of Han Solo, and so, um, you know what I've never done? I've never watched Episode Seven, and then Episode Nine, because I feel like those two films in particular, his character is very different. Uh, I mm. I don't know what what were you thinking when you heard some of these uh, thoughts from Adam Driver? I thought it, I thought it was a shame because it would have been interesting. I think it would have been more interesting if that's what he ended up being even more into the dark side by the end of episode nine. That's essentially what he was saying in this interview, right? So um to to have that kind of stolen away from us because you know we're used to the Vader arc and to have some redemption at the end there. And that's essentially what he ended up doing at the end of episode nine. But I think uh one of the things that one of our viewers and Vesuvi had mentioned earlier is that it would have been great to experiment with that kind of character, you know, or just in general experimenting in uh, with these uh, sequel, the, the sequel trilogy, where maybe the bad guy is just the bad guy, you know, and he continues to go down that road, um, and you know the and the 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 separation of the light and dark is much more clear when you have Ray on one side, if you have Kylo on the other, where there isn't that you know total gray area where she's kind of showing some tendencies to the dark side he's showing tendencies to the light and i know that you love that gray area but i think for <laughs> you know for the the what he was saying here 
he, there was a chance that it really could have been really split. And I, I think, especially given the, you know, what we were actually given in the last episode of this, uh, the Skywalker saga, I feel like it could have been really impactful to, to see the, how different those sides really were. And it's unfortunate though, Adam Drive is a great actor. He would have killed it in that role, I think, if he went into that. Because it didn't feel like they really utilized his acting abilities that great, kind of throughout the entire three. You know, maybe, maybe like honestly, Last Jedi might have been more of a kind of showing off his chops more than anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, throughout the entire sequel trilogy, I feel they didn't really harness his true acting you know abilities and i think if you we would have seen this particular arc where he goes deeper and deeper into the dark side and you know if if it's like he pulls ray in or you know anything like that you know i think it would have been it would have been it would have done his part a little bit more justice than it you know what we ended up with yeah yeah i i think actors kind of have that curse of being forever associated with the character and, and sometimes it's a good thing but oftentimes it's not and mm-hmm. so you know in the case of kylo ren it's got to be adam driver i guess i should say it's got to be frustrating to receive that script that force awakens script and and kind of get some insight maybe from jj abrams and and you know you think oh i see where we're going with this like i'm excited about these next three movies right and then you know with the turnover with directors the changing of how the character is like and just, you know, the the incontinuity between each of the films, which we've talked about a lot before here on the podcast. I just if I feel frustrated for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And people so heavily associate him with the character. And I think it could have been one of his, you know, finer performances. And, and ironically, it is probably one of the ones he's most well known for, if not the most well known for. Uh, and so all that all that to say, um, I think it could have gone a lot differently and perhaps a lot better than it did. Uh, I was just going to read this really quick quote, and I thought it was funny because he says this long thing about, you know, The Force Awakens and his time with J.J. and how something we talked about earlier, how Kylo Ren's journey was meant to sort of be the anti-Vader, starting uh, from like very vulnerable and then getting stronger and stronger in the dark side, as opposed to kind of what Vader went through. So, you know, Adam Driver says this whole thing about The Force Awakens and how he was you know looking forward to the development of that plot. And then the next paragraph, it says, uh, Ryan Johnson, this is a this is a quote from Adam Driver. Uh, Driver said Ryan Johnson took Kylo Ren's original arc in a different direction, unquote, with The Last Jedi, although it still tracked with the character. He also said that wasn't the case with The Rise of Skywalker. So, you know, mm. out of just throwing a little bit of shade on episode a little nine shade. right there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, I, and I guess we should pose that to all of you listening as well. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kylo Ren as a character? What about what are your thoughts on after hearing this interview of Adam Driver? Would you prefer to sort of see him in this uh, anti-Vader role from the entirety of Episode Seven to Episode Nine? So, uh, what could have been? We'll never know. We will never, perhaps, know. Maybe, maybe years from now we'll get the uh, the sequel trilogy uh, reissued, and we'll get the uh, Snyder cut version of the sequel yes. trilogy. Yeah, whatever, whatever that <laughs> if that exists. The, the Lucas cut, the Filoni cut, mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. Uh, the other piece of news, which is actually actually also a, a pretty big piece of news, before we move into the bulk of today's episode, um, involves or is, uh, surrounds the show Andor. Uh, Andor, the second season, it was announced. Again, this is not an official Star Wars announcement, but a lot of our recent reports 
that we've done for news segments on the podcast have come from the Bestman Bulletin, which for those who don't know, that's a very renowned and, and well, um, you know, well-respected Star Wars news source and almost often, or excuse me, al- almost always uh, tends to be right. And so um, this news coming from the bestmanbulletin.com, I think we actually showcased one of their articles perhaps two weeks ago in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the news, of course, being that Andor season two is no longer slated to come out next year in 2024, but has now been pushed back all the way to 20, early 2025, uh, marking the third show, I believe, in just the recent months that has been pushed back in some form or another, along with Skeleton Crew. And I don't know if Acolyte was ever actually pushed back, but I think people speculated originally that it may have come out in 2023. And, and of course, that's we know that's now not the case, but... Um, as it currently stands, Skeleton Crew is scheduled to come out in November of 2024, Acolyte as soon as the second quarter of 2024, and now and or not until early 2025. So um, another kind of bummer of a piece of news over the weekend that we're going to have to wait you know, considerably longer than we might have anticipated originally for the release of the second season of this show. Um, J- Joey, I want to get your thoughts, but also I wanted to tell you that over the weekend, um, I was talking with someone who listens to to the podcast, and uh, she said that she watched last week's episode with our guests and was astounded that no one had Andor in fifth place uh, be- <laughs> Whoa, because, what? She because she can't stand Andor. <laughs> I was like, no, wow. we love Andor. I mean, I think for all intents and purposes, they kind of, uh, you know, I think Lainey's was close to being Yeah, fifth Lainey and Ezra, yeah. Had it yeah, before, I mean, I they both had fourth, but I think Lainey was closer to it being down to fifth the way that she was talking about it and not like enjoying it as much but right right yeah i mean yeah next year unfortunately i, I you know with with the strikes and everything that had happened this year I, I, it kind of makes sense i you know i i don't know where they are in their production andors i thought that they were um i thought that they were done filming it but i i'm not quite sure where they are with the uh, andor stuff but uh, to, to unfortunate to to have to wait you know, a whole another year for that, but I'm I'm questioning where's Bad Batch at? Where I don't think I've heard anything about Bad Batch, and uh, I hope that actually comes out this uh, this coming year as well. So I, I'm okay with spreading it out because I think it was tough for you and me when we had what did we had? Didn't we have Andor and Bad Batch in the same weeks? Yeah, we were doing that was, it at the same time. Yeah, those are kind of tough. To, I mean, I think. You know, as a consumer of Star Wars media, I think it's okay to have that. But when you're running a podcast and you <laughs> get to talk about all that, it gets a little bit difficult. You know, good problems to have, I suppose. But um, would love to. And so I'm a, I'm okay with them spreading these out, whether it's the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew and now Andor. So as long as you, I don't have to wait too long. I don't want to have to wait like, you know, eight months between series, you know. So, uh, but yeah, that's unfortunate. But. You know, I'm sure there's good reason to it, and, and and it goes for anything that ever gets pushed out like this. If it if it comes back and it's a really good product, then I don't care that I had to wait longer. You know, because mm-hmm. I I would assume yeah. that it they had to do that in order to get the the product to be a little bit better. So uh, unfortunate, but uh, I'll be here. I'll be waiting. You mentioned you don't want to wait eight months. It it might be eight months between the end of uh the end of Ahsoka and the next live action show we get at this point. You don't have to remind me that. I mean, <laughs> holiday season. At least we got the holiday season in the middle true, of it, true. and I, you know, we can kind of reset by the you know at the uh, beginning of the year. Yes, yes. 
Well, yeah, like you said, we'll look forward to season two whenever it does come out. Hopefully, you know, early, early 2025. Mm -hmm. And, and is that this late is, this is supposed to be the last season? Yes. You know, doesn't I just go right up know. to Rogue One. I thought this one goes right up to the right into Rogue One. That may be. I'm honestly not. Uh, Gibbo's saying yes. Okay. So, mm -hmm. yeah, this. I, I actually didn't know that season two of Andor was intended to be the last season. Um, which, you know, I guess that makes me feel slightly less worse about this news. Because mm -hmm. if it's the last season, I'm like, okay, you know, I guess take your time making it as good as you possibly can. Right. Uh, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of the pushing back, we should also mention, of these shows like Acolyte, Andor, and, and uh, Skeleton Crew is probably largely due to the, you know, the ongoing writer's strikes that were, you know, kind of throughout the second, or I guess it would have been the fourth quarter of 2023 predominantly and so um you know that's worth noting that that probably played a big hand in this as well but nonetheless like you said we're, we're pumped for it and um you you also just mentioned the holiday season which is a perfect opportunity for us to transition into talking about our topic for today's episode the lego star wars holiday special i think i've called it everything from like <laughs> the star wars lego holiday special the holiday lego star wars special uh, I guess officially it is the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Uh, and so I guess we should preface this by saying Joey and I, gosh, it's probably been about a year ago now, watched the like original Star Wars holiday special, which came out in, I think, 1979, I want to say, um, and reacted to that here on the channel. We'll, maybe we'll try to remember to post uh, the link to that video in the show notes as well. Um, and we're just kind of like, maybe dumbfounded is the best word with some of the scenes in that, in that yes. movie. Just like, what is going on in this film? If you've never seen it, it's, it's wild. <laughs> Did you see that there is a, a new documentary based off of the creation of oh, the holiday, the original holiday special. So maybe we, uh, we need to go watch that as well. Huh? I, I cannot fathom how that would go. Cause I would love to watch <laughs> a, a making of the documentary. I have watched documentaries on the making of the original trilogy. Um, I, I can't imagine watching a documentary on the making of the, the holiday <laughs> special, but I guess don't don't knock it till you've seen it. So yeah, and it's it it just released like within the past month or two. Maybe, oh really? So. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, we'll we'll post the link down in the show notes to Joey and I's reaction for for those of you who've never seen it. I think the actual full length movie, if you can call it a movie. Uh, is available on YouTube. Didn't we watch it on YouTube? Yeah, that's where we watched it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, but anyway, so that's the original, essentially. And this is kind of like the... All, I thought it was going to be a remake in a sense, but it's almost kind of oh. like a sequel. It's actually done in a very different way. Actually, a pretty smart way, I thought. Um, I guess just very general brief overview. Um, it focuses largely on the sequel trilogy characters, sort of as the core of the movie. And it quickly expands into a lot more than just that. And it kind of takes this angle, um, and I don't know if we want to give away what that is already, but uh, it takes it, this angle where it's incorporating people from different time periods of Star Wars. Uh, and I thought it was done really well. I actually liked it a lot. Um, so I guess before we dive into any of the specifics, what were your general overview thoughts on the Lego Star Wars holiday special? I mean, like I said, it's Lego, it's Star Wars, it's 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 all it's all gravy, you know, and you know, it, it, this this is meant to be fun. This is meant to be, you know, nothing that's too serious or canon canonical or anything like that. This is supposed to be just a fun little holiday special, and um, that's that's all it that's all it really is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. 
I will say when I was starting it, uh, I actually uh, my my girlfriend and I watched it together, and uh, when we were starting it, I was like a little bit out on it after the five minutes, the first five minutes. Oh. I was okay. like, um, not not like feeling this. I guess it's okay, you know. Uh, and then and then things quickly ramped up <laughs> when they took a certain turn, and I was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. now I, I see where we're going. Um, I anticipated the humor being a lot more corny, and I thought it was actually done in a way where I was like, that's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. And I, I've actually never seen uh, the Lego Movie or the Lego Movie oh. Two. I know, I know. Really? I've never seen either of them. That's so crazy. Wow. I had to kind of get adjusted and accommodated to the yeah. like, like the style and the humor within it. Uh, but after about 10 minutes, I was I was in. I thought, wow, okay, this is a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. I actually really <laughs> enjoyed this a lot. So uh, did you have a favorite character in this before we start hopping into some of the favorite specifics? Favorite character? Ooh. I mean, I, I liked I liked the emperor. However, they, <laughs> that's what they, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, the emperor is pretty funny because it's the exact opposite of what he normally is. So yeah, I think I think I'd have to go with the emperor. There was a I, maybe I should save this for later. I'll say it now because I thought it was so funny. It was my favorite part in the whole movie. There's a part where the emperor is fighting someone towards the end, and I can't even <laughs> remember what exactly he did, but he does something like like he. Like hits something with a lightsaber, or like uses force lightning or something, and he goes, "Ha, dark side." <laughs> yeah, 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 I did remember that. I part. Was like that's dark great. Side. I, I love that. Anyways, yeah, so it was clever it, the way it was done. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the whole film is actually now uh, narrated by Yoda, which was pretty neat as well. Uh, also voiced by by Tom Kane, which I did not know until I saw your your podcast notes mm -hmm. as well. Um, I kind of enjoyed the angle that it took in terms of. Uh, Yoda being the one who's doing the storytelling. And then there was almost this like meta of the movie where throughout the movie there were parts of it that were almost making fun of aspects of the real movies. Yes, I yes, I totally agree with that. And I, I thought that was so clever. I, I really I think it did it in a way that wasn't um like hating on anything, but mm -hmm. also acknowledging that like, okay, this is like kind of dumb that we did this in a movie at a certain point and we're going to like playfully make fun of it and it's going to be fine you need because I, I i know this is a side but you need to watch the lego movies for sure if you know, like this I movie do. this is it, it they are exactly like this where it's kind of just got that humor where it's very self-aware of what it is and it, it you know it, it doesn't care it just makes fun of everything yeah yeah i do i'm honestly shocked that i haven't um uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And so this actually takes place going back to the last uh, holiday special, the original one that Joey and I watched. This also takes place on Life Day, which for those of you who don't, you know, if, you've, if you're like a strictly Star Wars movie only person, um, Life Day was something that was introduced in the original Star Wars holiday special. It's largely celebrated, I guess, by all people in the Star Wars galaxy, but I guess predominantly by Wookiees uh, mm. on, on Tatooine. And so... This this life day special is what or this life day is what's being celebrated in the Star Wars holiday special. So it's also being celebrated here in the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Uh, and I think this is uh, this first scene for those of you watching the video version of the podcast. We're kind of going to be taking you through some of the scenes as we go throughout the, uh, the podcast episode today. I think this first scene is taking place on the Millennium Falcon, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, and sort of the basic storyline of this entire movie. 
Uh, by the way, highly recommend the movie. It's only like 45 minutes long, pretty quick yeah. and easy watch on Disney Plus. Um, the basic storyline is that Ray, I, I believe post episode nine, technically, yeah. is training Finn uh, to become a Jedi. And Finn is like struggling with it a little bit. And Ray is getting frustrated because she doesn't feel like she's teaching him well enough. And so she sort of goes on this mission to, uh, I guess, acquire the knowledge or the wisdom in order to understand how to best teach Finn um, all that is required in order to become a Jedi or what all consists of that. What did you feel about the basic premise of the movie? I think it was smart. You know, I think that it really... And this is 2020, right? So this was a year after Rise of Skywalker, right? Yes, yeah. So it gave people a year to digest or regurgitate or whatever they wanted to do with the rise of skywalker and then you know kind of bring it back here in this fun little this fun little uh 40 45 minute uh movie so uh i did like i did like that they incorporated that part of it i mean of course you're still going to want to have some type of jedi element to it so of course ray and finn being in it you know that that's the only way they could really gone with it the uh the prophecy or whatever she gets, I, I don't even remember where in the movie she obtains it from. It's actually it, in this scene. She gets the book. She finds a Jedi book. Oh, she finds the book. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where everybody thought it was a, a recipe to for what was it? Yip tip or something like that. Uh, yeah. Tip tip yip. Tip yip. Yeah. Whatever tip yeah. yip sounds sounds wonderful. But they were all thinking that that's what the recipe. She was finding the recipe for that for Life Day, but in fact, there were Jedi texts that um that actually said that there was. Essentially, a key in Korduku that had uh, that helped helped seize the uh, Je Jedi's future. So she had to end up going to this planet Korduku. Cor I think that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah. and um, found found this key. Which did did this remind you of anything here when they <laughs> when they uh, when she would use this key? Did did, did it uh, remind you of anything in particular? Maybe we've seen before. I mean, there's no way they did this and didn't in some way think like it, it portrayed the world between worlds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, look at it. It's, it looks exactly yeah. like the portals in Rebels. And, and also reminded me of Dr. Strange's like little portal oh, thing that yeah, he does like, as he well. Does yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I think Marvel had a little bit to do with that. <laughs> hey, it's all it's all Disney now. You know what I mean? It's Yeah, it's the multiverse. It's the multiverse. Yeah. Oh, man. Disney Marvel or uh, Star Wars Marvel crossovers would be interesting yeah i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> you know what would have been great is if you know how they we said it they're kind of self-aware if when she did this you kind of see like a lego version of dr strange just like kind of fly across <laughs> yeah i think that would have been pretty that would have been pretty great that seems like something that would have made it into the lego movie <laughs> right exactly honestly when i kind of wished this was longer at the end of it um, mm -hmm. I wish it would have been like a full length 90 minutes after watching it. I thought, man, there's so many like fun jokes that they threw in there. I think they could have even done more if they really wanted to. But um, so, yeah, you, you know, Ray goes on this journey to to find the, uh, the the key of the galaxy's past that will help the Jedi future, as it as it says. Uh, and so one of she she goes along this journey and she starts meeting these people. Right. And so the first two people she meets um she she goes through this portal she's in this swampy world and i'm like man that looks like dagobah and then it <laughs> and then it zooms out and you see luke and yoda i'm like oh my gosh it is dagobah yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and r2 as well made it into there and so 
Um, yeah. How did how did you feel? Something I felt mixed feelings about the aspect of seeing each of these scenes from a more comedic lens. Like like mm. I'm totally okay with it, and I'm here for it, and I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. But I could definitely see people out there who are like, "You're taking <laughs> you're taking the original trilogies and making a mockery of it." It's but, it's hard, and that's the problem with being a Star Wars fan is that sometimes you think about other Star Wars fans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how you know, like you think, like, oh, they're definitely not going to like this part. <laughs> so maybe it takes up, maybe and it maybe not be a, a ton, but maybe it takes a little bit of the enjoyment out of it for you. But no, I think no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was because going into it, you knew, like, okay, well, this is obviously Dagobah. This is obviously what's going to be happening. But you know, Luke never said any of that. Like, oh, the blood's getting to the, my head. The or blood's whatever, getting you know? to my head. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I was completely fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't have an issue with it. But I like you said, I was thinking along the lines of other Star Wars fans in this scene, thinking, you know, what are the people who are the diehard Empire Strikes Back fans thinking about this mm -hmm. scene right now? So, by the way, Luke was so derpy in this movie. He seemed like. <laughs> Like the episode four yeah. version of Luke was was really derpy in the throne room scene. Uh, so, anyways, um, and so you see, you know, Yoda training Luke, and Ray is like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's Master Skywalker mm -hmm. being trained by Master Yoda." And so, uh, they go into they go into another portal. They see Obi Wan and Qui Gon, and Ray is hiding below the table. Uh, which is the scene that happens at the very beginning of episode one, where the gas starts coming into the room. Mm -hmm. um, and so you you start to realize that she's going through these scenes with different masters and apprentices. So you mm -hmm. start to think, oh, there I know who some people uh, yep. who we might see next might be. Um, kind of fun to get a, a Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan appearance here. Uh, did you have any thoughts in particular about about this scene here? Well, Obi-Wan was not Obi-Wan at all. He was really mad that they were just talking about some trade, uh, oh, yeah. you know, trade <laughs> yeah. issues, whatever. He wanted to get some fighting in. Yeah. Then the gas comes in and he's like, yeah, let's go with his lightsaber. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was not the usual Obi-Wan that you would see, but pretty fun either way. I'm so glad you said that because this is another one of those meta moments within the movie where like when this when the prequels came out in, uh, you know, when especially episode one in 99, like people were like, why are we talking about politics in Star Wars? Like, leave <laughs> right, the yeah. politics out of Star Wars. And so right. here's Obi-Wan in episode one. The first thing out of his mouth is, why are we talking about trade routes, you know? Yes, right, right. So in, in a way, it was kind of, like, aware of itself to the point where it, it was able to kind of poke fun at the prequel movies. So uh, pretty pretty fun scene there. And then, of course, in the next scene that that Ray goes through with uh, with, with BB-8, she runs into Obi-Wan and Anakin on the elevator at the beginning of Attack of the Clones when they're on their way to visit Padme. <laughs> yes. What do you think about the uh the flowers touch? The, the flower bouquet, scene? yeah. That was uh yeah, that was that that's definitely not canon. But that, you know, I thought it was uh really funny just to just to see Anakin with a, a huge bouquet of flowers. Would yeah. never have seen that, but it's uh but that's that's where his heart was. So I, yeah. I maybe like symbolically that's what he what he really wanted to do. <laughs> this whole movie if i had to describe it i would say it's a mix between star wars back to the future and it's a wonderful <laughs> life nice <laughs> wow that is actually accurate with the holiday one at the end i like it yeah yeah well okay and we'll get to it in a second but i'll talk more about the it's a wonderful life piece because right now we're okay. kind of going through the back to the future part where she's yeah sure you know right. she's going into different time periods and like observing other people doing things and so 
Um, the next one that follows right after this, she kind of teleports into Luke's X-Wing um, at mm-hmm. the end of episode four when he's doing the trench run, getting ready to blow up the Death Star. Uh, this is another one of those scenes that I was like, man, the OG, the OG uh, original trilogy fans are, are thinking, dang, like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this trench scene, <laughs> this trench yeah, scene yeah. is uh, <laughs> not going down like this in the movie the way it is in, right, in the, yeah. the Lego. You just completely, and that, it, like you said, it's like very back to the future where she comes in and essentially changes. I mean, it, it, the end result still is, is the same, but. But now in this universe, she actually helps Luke. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the people who don't like Ray are going to be real mad about this one, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then we actually hear Han's voice for the first time in this one, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. And right. uh, in, in the following scene, and actually Vader was in that scene as well, but we get a a better glimpse of Vader in one of the next scenes when he's with the Emperor, uh, and this is taking place in Return of the Jedi time period. So it, you know, it's in the throne room and. Um, <laughs> I I just love we mentioned it at the top of the of this segment of the podcast, but the emperor is done in a way where, um, if Joey, have you ever seen the uh the Star Wars Family Guy special? Yes, I have. Okay, the the emperor yeah. in this movie reminds me a lot of <laughs> Stewie as Darth Vader That's in great. the Family yeah, Guy yeah, special. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if we've ever reacted. I don't to think those. we've. No, we have not. Yeah, it's There's been so a, long too. I probably could. I could probably could watch it like fresh. Future podcast idea. Just say. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at at the Emperor's instruction, Vader chases Ray through one of the portals, um, and so immediately we go into a planet we are very familiar with here on this podcast, and and that uh, we see Vader and Ray uh, get zapped onto Hoth, and immediately I'm thinking, wait, Vader is in this scene. Are we gonna are we yep. gonna see this this Vader Vader battle, which is inevitably what happened? And uh, there was this pretty fun scene where the stormtroopers are trying to figure out, you know, what do we do in this scenario? What's the what's the <laughs> protocol here? One of them says, right. uh, "Pretty pretty well done." What you what you think of the Hoth sequence? I, I when it happened, I'm like, oh, we gotta talk about it for sure because it's on yeah. Hoth. So I was happy with it. <laughs> yeah, the just seeing the Vader versus Vader was so silly and. Very much, very much a, you know, now that you mentioned it, I can't stop thinking about it now, but a very much a back to the future type of moment where you run into the past version of yourself or you run into the past version of your parents or something like that. And you, uh, you have like a, like, oh, what, what do we do here? This is confusing. And it's even like the Spider-Man meme where the three of them are pointing at each other. So yeah, th- <laughs> this is uh this was a lot of fun. This part was fun. Yeah. Um, in the in the next scene, they actually end up on Tatooine, um, and we and we get a chance to see, uh, I believe it's young Luke Skywalker, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the best one of the best parts about this scene was, did you see what he was drinking? He was blue the blue milk and he had it on his <laughs> on his lip there. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was out of like a milk carton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I yeah. Derpy was... would be right. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty cute as well. Um, inevitably, this scene. Well, actually, there's a there's a ton of them in this scene. Something we didn't note is that throughout all of these scenes that we've just mentioned, there's like this gradual buildup of the people from the various times, like slowly making their way to this one scene. Um, at one point, there's like three Obi-Wans from three different time periods looking at each mm-hmm. other and they all say, hello there. Uh, there's like <laughs> old Han and young Han. There's, you know, mm-hmm. young Luke, old Luke. So it, it was done in a way that was 
uh, I, I thought it was it was pretty funny and pretty enjoyable. Han shot Greedo in this scene. Both of yep. the Hans shot Greedo. Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the the end result of this scene is that Vader takes the the key that, that Rey has found and back to the Emperor, back to the throne room, the, the episode six time period. Um, and it's at that point in the movie or the, you know, the holiday special where it felt like it sort of turned into, uh, for those who haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, trying to think of a better analogy but maybe i'll just stick with it's a wonderful life for for the sake of the reference um you know it's yoda shows up ghost form of yoda shows up who apparently has been narrating this entire thing uh, and talks to ray is like you know you, the importance of the the master apprentice thing uh, mm -hmm. is not the master apprentice piece it's the friendship piece you know uh which i thought was kind of like also like okay like Ray's big piece of advice she gets from Yoda is that it's about friendship. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> the, this was very much uh what is it, young young Jedi Adventures? This is, yeah. this is that's what that reminded me of there. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind it again. It, it's mm. funny, the fact that this whole thing is Lego just adds this built-in element of it's okay if it's dumb. Because yeah. it's leg Lego, you know, it's not like not that <laughs> right. not that Lego is dumb, of course, but just that like it adds sort of a silly element to it, um, in the sense that it's not what we know it to be. <laughs> Rocking the uh, the Yoda Starfighter <laughs> right there, and so because it's so, like it's a version of what we know and love, that is not being altered in a negative way, but is done inherently in a comedic way. It's like, okay, like the key to all of this was friendship. Sure, we'll go with it. I, I didn't right, I didn't yeah. mind it. I didn't have an issue with it. Um, and also it reminded me of the scene kind of with Luke and Yoda uh, on, gosh, I always forget the name of the planet from The Last Jedi that that's on. But that, that scene in Oct yes, Octo? I know Octo, yeah, Octo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically like she is the key because friendship is is the key. And so... Um, shortly thereafter, Ray and Luke join forces. This is now episode six version of Luke uh, to fight Kylo, who there was this whole sequence where <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Vader and the Emperor uh, go like into the future to meet Kylo. Uh, the Emperor is like, all right, am I the ruler of the entire galaxy? And Kylo's like, well, you know. <laughs> You know that guy right there, Vader might have thrown you down a reactor shaft, and so then he he makes Kylo his his new apprentice, and like effectively demotes Vader, and they have this whole argument of, between like what's higher in in the totem pole, uh, em <laughs> yeah. emperor or supreme leader, <laughs> right? Which I thought was pretty fun as well. So there's this big sequence where Ray and Luke fight Kylo, Vader, and the Emperor. Of course, the thing they are fighting over is is this key. Uh, did you have a favorite? portion of this scene in particular or something that stood out to you as kind of the highlight of this moment in the movie i think oh you know we're going to talk about it in a second here but i think at the the end of this fight when uh <laughs> when uh essentially the both luke's are down because the the episode four and episode six luke's are also are both in this uh particular scene that's right yeah and yeah. and then i think they both go down and then it ends up being the emperor versus ray for a little bit and then uh emperor is like you're all alone then ray ray comes back oh no i'm not alone and then you know the episode six luke comes back 
and he he um helps out getting the key and they kind of help out each other out so i think that was kind of cool but then of course the ending part of it with uh when it was uh vader had to had to get rid of the emperor when he picked him up uh to toss him down the reactor shaft uh at some point the lightning turned vader's suit into a, a christmas sweater <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> for whatever reason that has the death star on it i just thought that was i like laughed like like out loud when i saw that part happen <laughs> so maybe not for like the reasons of this is a great storyline but just a such a silly uh addition to it like they they absolutely didn't have to do that, but they did for some reason, and, uh, and it was funny. What about you? Did you have a good moment here that you liked here? I did, yes. My favorite moment from this scene, apart from all the Emperor stuff, was probably when Kylo was like hesitant to join the Emperor's fight against Rey uh, and Vader, and then he sees Luke, and he's like, I'm going to kill that guy. I don't know if he says that, you know, something to that effect. And then Luke at one point in the fight's like, I don't even know who you are, dude. You know, because <laughs> yeah, right. it's this episode before, six yeah. Luke and episode seven Kylo or episode nine Kylo or whatever. So yeah, I thought that yeah, was yeah. pretty fun as well. Like, you know, I don't even know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I that, that actually slipped. I didn't even rec- realize that that's a, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like you said, Vader tosses the emperor over the ledge, uh, which is the, the finale sort of of this throne room scene. Uh, friendship takes the day inevitably after this scene ray unites with the with the rest of her friends on the falcon uh, for the remainder of life day we got a little bit of lando calrissian in there did you catch that mm-hmm. i did of course i did yeah and uh oh man you the deep deep star wars knowledge of the name of the blue elephant from jabba's palace is escaping me right now oh but, uh, um but he also made the scene Comment yeah, down below if you know it. <laughs> oh, God. I, I keep wanting to say Babu Frick, but that's wrong. No, but Babu Frick was in this movie, too. Babu Frick was in it, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Lots, of, lots of great characters who just seemingly got kind of thrown in the end. Ewok, or not Ewok, uh, Wicket the Ewok was in this, uh, was in this mm-hmm. scene. A couple of Jawas. It was, it was, everyone was here for the party on Life Day. So Max Rebo. Thank you. Give Max up. Rebo. I you could have given me like a hundred tries and I would have, I would not have <laughs> thought of that. So. Fun fact: uh, there are two two voice actors that were the actual actors, um, in the movies. Do you know who they were? Voice actors that were actual actors in the movies. Voice yeah, actors so like, in, in this movie. In this movie, there were two oh. of them were the actual actors that were in the movies. Is Harrison Ford one of them? He is not. Oh. Oh, I like this game. Oh, hold on. Let me think. I don't think it's any of the sequel characters, is it? Okay. I think it's... Oh, I'm... Str- oh, it's not Adam Driver. No. Adam Driver is not, no. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. There's three. There's actually three. My bad. Three. three. Wow. Are they big characters or are they small characters? I mean, they're all small. They're Legos. They're tiny. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Does Chewbacca mm-hmm. count? Uh, he does, but not him. Oh man, Anthony Daniels. That's one. Is it actually okay? Cool, I got yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I was like one. oh for six up to that point. Um, okay, so we got Anthony Daniels. Give me, give me a hint. Are these droids or are they like living species? Uh, both are living species. Are they humans? They are humans. Okay, both humans. 
Mm. Poe? One. Who? who? Poe? No. No. One of them is one. Well, actually, they're both in the sequel trilogy. Both in the sequel trilogy? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Ray's voice did not sound like Daisy Ridley. I don't think it's her. her. And uh, Finn's voice did not sound like John Boyega. Nope, not him either. Oh. And they're sequel trilogy characters? You you ju- so one of them you just mentioned. Uh uh Poe? No. Finn? No, no, no. I mean in discussion. Oh really? My favorite character. Oh Lando. Yep. Wow. Okay, you said sequel trilogy and I like <laughs> I know I, I I may I I may have uh may have been a little bit cheeky on that one. So someone out one. there, someone out there, Jilly is saying, "You think Lando is a sequel <laughs> trilogy character?" He is. He is in there. Billy D. Williams voiced that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels. So I imagine the third person is probably also an old timer. If they had those, two. no, you're not. No, they oh, they are oh, true. They are truly a sequel trilogy. She was introduced oh. in episode oh, eight. Rose. Rose. Yes. Okay, That's cool. Right. I like that. She had more lines in this than she did in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker? Wow. Is that true? <laughs> probably, isn't it? Probably. I think it probably is true. Wow. But yeah. Well, uh, all in all, this was a really fun movie to watch. I was a little bit skeptical about how much I would actually enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And after having talked with uh, you about it for a little bit here, the past like half hour to 40 minutes or so, I'd probably say my opinion of it has even gone up more yeah yeah i don't know how about you yeah i think it's it's a i think i set my expectation you know properly so okay i think i was i think where i had it i i initially that's why i feel like it was so i see my my expectation was low and so i exceeded Mm. it pretty significantly so it'll be interesting uh i think it's because i've seen lego movies too i think that might be part of it though right I think it'll be interesting because both you and I gave Gibbo our scores out of 10 for this episode and mm-hmm. uh, neither of us know what we gave the episode. Okay. I, yeah, I will, sure. I will also caveat mine by saying I would probably up mine by like half a point. Okay. But uh, I'm curious right. to, to see what yours is. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about the, uh, the movie before we hop into no, our rank, our rankings? You know, I think it's, it's a fun little 45 minute show that you need to watch and especially for the holiday season, it's, it's silly, it's fun. It's star Wars to Lego. So, yeah, this was a blast to watch. I I enjoyed it a lot. Do you have any guesses for what each of us, you know, what should I guess for you or should you guess? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to guess you, I'm going to guess you put it at an eight. Okay. I, man, I don't know what to guess for you. I feel like. I think you gave it. I think you gave it an eight point five. Okay. Okay. All right. Should we reveal? Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, we're. Oh my goodness! For those that are audio podcast <laughs> listeners, Joey and I both gave the the movie an eight out of ten. <laughs> Which Once is also again. what happened two weeks ago when we did our <laughs> rankings of the five uh, Disney Plus Star Wars shows. We had the exact same five yes. rankings. So yes, and that, for me, I, you know, it being it being all that Star Wars Lego and everything like that. Like I think of tens. Obviously, I think of really great shows. Not saying that this wasn't you know, but 
you know, as far as the Star Wars universe is concerned, you don't want to, you know, this wasn't like the absolute best thing I've ever seen, but it's, it's still, but it was definitely very fun. And I thought eight was appropriate for that. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I think I take into account with this movie is because it's so satirical and you go in uh, with the knowledge that it's not going to foundationally affect the way you view or enjoy Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of just approach it with more of an open mind and more of a sense of no matter what I'm going to see here, I'm, I'm not going to come away from it with negative feelings. And so right. in some way that probably shifts the scale a little bit more towards 10 because you're not mm-hmm. as critical of it because it's not, you know, it's not this canonical thing that's like life or death in terms of right. how it's going to affect the story. Uh, right. All that to say, I, I think an eight out of ten is pretty good. Although technically, mine's an eight point five. I did say before. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I nailed the I, I but I did nail the prediction at least. The, you initially. did. You did. So <laughs> the reason I went eight point five and not eight is because I was like, would he guess the same thing that he put <laughs> for what I put? I was I was meta gaming and I should have just gone with my gut. Surely not. <laughs> Oh, once again, slowly proving that we we're becoming more and more the the same person and the same Star Wars fan. So, <laughs> uh, actually, maybe maybe uh, we can get Gibbo to watch this sometime and and have him give our his ranking on a scale of of one to ten as well. Be yeah. be curious to see. Uh, uh, any last closing thoughts before we? Oh, I guess before we uh, do any closing thoughts. Oh, oh wait, Gibbo, uh, letting us know he did watch. And he ranked it at 8.5. 8.5. So he was he was ahead of both of us. Yes. And Ogas matched with you at the end of this. Right. So that mean does that mean Gibbo and I are becoming more of the same Star Wars fan I think now? So yeah. I think you're you're kind of like in the middle since you shifted. You mm. I think it's it's me, then you, and then Gibbo. I'm like an 8.25 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Gibbo said he could only hope. <laughs> well, um, on next week's episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, uh, it's going to be kind of a, a nostalgic one as we take a look back at the year in review of 2023. Everything that the year has provided us in terms of Star Wars content, we'll be kind of touching on many, many, many things and, and talking about some of our favorites and perhaps some of our not-so-favorites. Uh, join us next week for that episode, episode 62 of the Hoth Hangout podcast, which, speaking of, we got so many great Star Wars things in 2023. Um, and and after having heard kind of with all the delays of the new shows, I'm like, man, I don't know. Looking looking at 2024, it feels like it may not match 2023. I'm hopeful it will. But when you look at this year, we got the second season of Bad Batch. We got the third mm-hmm. season of Mando. We got the second volume of Star Wars Visions. We got Ahsoka. We got um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the video game. We even got, you know, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, lots of new books and, you know, the High Republic era. And so uh, just got a ton this year. And I I hope 2024 can match it because 2023 was a pretty fun year. So, yeah, um, you know, it's just like anything peaks and valleys, you know, so. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it 2024 a valley. Like, you know, it's so low, but, you know, it. 20, uh, 2023 definitely had a lot of highs. So yeah, uh, can't wait to talk about all that next week. Definitely, yeah. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, we want to thank you so much for listening to episode 61 
of the Hoth Hangout podcast. You can join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to, uh, to listen to our latest episode of the podcast, including this one, which will go out uh, this week, December 21st, I guess, for episode 61. Uh, additionally, you can find us on YouTube at Hoth Hangout. Definitely check us out there. Hit that subscribe button. We want to thank the 356 of you who are subscribed over on YouTube. Thank you for being a subscriber. Check out all the latest video versions of the podcast there, as well as our episode reactions when new Star Wars shows are coming out. You can also reach us via email at hothangout at gmail.com with your Star Wars thoughts or questions or anything otherwise related. We'd love to display those here on the podcast. Additionally, you can check out the audio version of the podcast on Spotify and Apple and anywhere you get your podcasts. And whatever platform you're listening on, uh, leave us a five-star review. We would appreciate it very much, and it helps with some of the discoverability of the podcast for other people to uh, enjoy listening as well and for them to get a chance to connect with us as Star Wars fans. Additionally, you can reach us on the socials, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, or X, at Hoth Hangout on each of those various platforms. We'd love to have a chance to chat with you on any of those. Also want to say a big thank you to Gibbo for producing today's show the video, the assets, and for being our favorite Lego mini figure. <laughs> uh, Joey, Gibbo, any closing thoughts on today's episode? No, love Legos, love stores. <laughs> this was exactly what we wanted. It's, um, yeah, we're we're getting into this holiday season. It, I think, this really you know launches us right into it with uh, all the holiday feels with uh, with Life Day and Star Wars. So yeah, I, I, this was episode 61 i can't believe we've gone this far man and you know i've said it before i've said it again you know working with the two of you have been so great so thank you for letting me be on this journey with you all as well absolutely gibbo you got anything before we sign off <laughs> Gibbo with the little uh santa claus stormtrooper uh, yeah happy holidays and merry christmas to everyone as well uh hope, hope you guys have a, a wonderful time spent with family over over the next week <laughs> look at the look at the beard coming out from under that that stormtrooper's <laughs> helmet right there. Santa like trooper, that. Santa trooper. There we go. Yeah. Uh, shout out to George Lucas. Shout out to Dave Filoni. Shout out to all of you wonderful Star Wars fans out there listening to this. We appreciate you so very much. We'll catch you every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, including next week's episode when we will be doing the Star Wars 2023 year in review. Hope to see y'all soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode as well. And until next time, may the force be with you.